one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brittle. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Joseph Cohen, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I think we're, we're going to have a lot of fun is that like you and I have both seen so many data points and, and probably gone deeper in a lot of these areas than, um, you know, the general population for sure. And I, I'd like us to have some discussions around like, you know, after having looked at all these different genetic components, you know, which are the ones when you see someone that's dealing with weight issues or chronic fatigue or brain fog, what are the ones that come up most often? You know, we've got ones that have to do with like detoxification of mold, glutathione production. You've got MTHFR, which is like, you know, your detoxification and neurotransmitter production and all that stuff. And, uh, and, and then, you know, I'm APOE E4, E4. So I'm, I'm curious, like which of the genes, if, if you could only pick three are the ones that you feel drive most instances of suboptimal health. So the, the thing is, is that I don't, um, I think that the, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's the best thing, way to look at that. And, and the reason I'll explain why, because we have many, many genes and we have many areas where these genes can uh, cause malfunctions in our body. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing that I see is that there are no single genes that are just flooring everybody it's really very different it's different from eat for each individual each individual has a different set of genes that is causing them to not be optimal in a certain way right in a in a given area there is no such thing as the top three genes for any for for just general like very very general mm-hmm Okay. So like, you don't see something where I, I, cause I mean, one of the things that I've noticed is like, if someone's dealing with mood issues, energy, a lot of times there's a high correlation with like MTHFR, at least expression of, of that. Right. So methylation is one thing, but then it, but there's a lot of genes that actually are involved in methylation. MTHFR is a gene that has an impact. It is an important gene. Um, you know, it can cause different issues. But you could find that a lot of people with very serious issues, like most of most people with serious issues don't have, uh, you know, uh, two of these variants. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, for example, you can take uh, methylfolate and then not notice any difference, for example, because, you know, it's not the issues are not based on one gene, unfortunately. Now, okay. When it comes to your genes, it is important to know if you have MTHFR. It's important to know if you have APOE4, right? Because if you do have MTHFR, you want to, you know, you, you want to make sure you're getting enough folate. It's harder to get folate, especially like, you know, you want to make sure you're getting enough dietary folate and also supplemental folate. So for me, it's important to know that, that I'm homozygous. I have two of the bad MTHFR variants. Um, but I, like I can talk about like specific topics and certain genes that are related to it. So for example, when it comes to like lectin sensitivity, 
Right. The cannabinoid one receptor is the most important gene related to that. Okay. And, and, and yeah, and so so would like taking a CBD or a THC product be helpful for someone with lectin sensitivity? Very helpful. Yes. So okay. that's an example where you know if someone's lectin sensitive. I didn't know that to be the case. I'd never heard that. It's the first time I've heard it. Yeah, but through my genes, I was able to figure it out that lectin sensitivity comes from the cannabinoid one receptor, and I was able to see that a lot of people with those issues have the cannabinoid one receptor uh, uh, negative variants of those. It's basically equal to MTHFR. You know, you see a lot of kind of people with health issues; they have uh, two of those variants. But again, it, it, you know, a lot of people don't. Whereas, for example, if we look at someone like Michaela Peters. One sec, just before we go into more detail, for someone who's not familiar with foods that contain lectins, let's rattle off a few, like legumes, beans is one. What are some it's, other hidden sources of lectins? Yeah, and by the way, it's not only lectins. It's just uh, plant toxins that, that uh, negatively can impact your gut health. So we're talking about like and Stephen big, Gundry's plant paradox and some of the things that he talks about. Kind in of. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. uh, we, we hit on that, the, that, that idea at, at around the same time. And he went, like, I was talking about the lectin avoidance diet. I, I your book on that. Yeah. 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 That was since 2014 and, uh, Gundry became famous in like 2017. Right. So, it was way before Gundry and, and the fact, but the truth is, is that, um, you know, the, the area where I disagree with Gundry is that he's trying to make it seem like, you know, these, this is the problem for everyone, but guess what? Like I've had a lot of clients and the people who didn't have these genes, the, the CNR one, uh, the cannabinoid one receptor genes, they didn't really notice that much of an impact going on the diet. So I had very different clinical experience than he had. He was claiming that it was a hundred percent cure rate. I only saw that it was a uh, it was it was curing people who had these variants. Yeah, and and uh, so that was very important to know because it's like, hey, what's the worst? Now these particular variants that I'm talking about with this cannabinoid one receptor are not so common. Maybe five to ten percent of the population uh, don't have a cannabinoid one receptor that's working very well, and I'm part of that, right? Um, so if you have those variants, then you definitely want to focus on that area of, of, for your health. Right. Awesome. What are some other examples like that? So, um, you know, uh, let's see. So, I mean, it depends, it really depends on the topic, but if we're talking about like, let's say gut inflammation, uh, you'll, you'll find, you'll find like, um, variants related to the TH1 pathway to be honest, like interleukin 18, you could find different inflammatory cytokines that are elevated. Um, you know, um, IL 23, these are kind of like part of the TH1, TH17. And you might also find some, which is HLA sort of like genes. immune related, right? So you're almost saying like yeah, a lot of yeah. gut inflammation is like a form Correct. of autoimmunity. Right. So I'll give you an example, like some of my genes relate to IL 12 and IL 18, which are TH1 inflammatory cytokines and also IL-23, that's TH17. I also have a few HLA genes and, and things like that. And so, uh, you know, that can have an impact for sure. 
Okay. And so let's say someone wants to use their genetics to improve their immune health and their performance. Like what are, what are some examples that you've seen and, and, and some things that they could, you know, some of uh, your work that they could piggyback uh, in, in order to get better results? Well, so performance is a very broad category, right? Mm -hmm. um, the scientific studies don't really uh, research performance per se. Yeah. They might look at athletic performance, but that's a little different than, you know, some other kinds of performance. Yeah, let's say right? ener energy production and, and cognitive function, if we're going to like hone it in. Right. So cognitive function is a very different ball game for performance, and that has a bunch of genes related to it, right? Um, that has quite a lot of genes. And then, for example, let's say thyroid. If you're having thyroid issues, that's very important for energy, right? Mm -hmm. So that we have, like, you know, a thyroid report on that you could see um, the STAT3 pathway could be very important for that. That's, like, number one for me. Again, that's the STAT3 is TH1, TH17. And, again, it, you got to look at for each category in self-decode, you could look at what are the top genes that are affecting you, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of like, hey, Joe, tell me what's the top genes. It doesn't work like that. It's the top genes for you, which is very different sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So someone can take like their 23andMe results and like export them and then upload them to self-decode in order to do this? Or how does it Correct. work? Yeah, they could either do that or they could buy a kit from us if they don't already have one. Uh, we don't really make money on the kits, but we provide it for people who don't want their uh, data to be sold and things of that nature. Or if they just want a kit, a very good, uh, you know, kit that gives them a lot of snips, it's better than 23andMe's. So uh, if, if people just want a good kit, they should go. But if you already have one, you don't need to get one. Um, it's really if you just don't have one. Okay. All right. Nice. Um, so what are some of the things that you saw in your genes, in your, in your genes, like as part of your story, and specific changes and biohacks that you implemented that made the biggest difference? So uh, the CNR1 was, was probably number one, to be honest. Okay. And the reason is because that impacts gut function, it impacts cognitive function. It impacts, um, you know, just like basically being sensitive to, uh, you know, a lot of food components. And so that mm -hmm. kind of has, um, it, it has like, a, you know, it has impacts beyond the gene itself. Like it's really the cannabinoid system is part of a pathway. And uh, so that was one of, that was a very big one. Uh, and then in terms of like, um, I've been biohacking my mood as well because I'm always trying to improve my mood. And, uh, for that BDNF was very important for me. Okay. So brain, uh, brain derived neurotropic factor. Yeah. 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 And, um, uh, some acetylcholine genes were important for let's say brain function. <laughs> and so, uh, and then for example, you know, uh, detox, there was a detox gene pon one that was very important for me. I wasn't able to detox, uh, plastic based toxins very well oh. and every time i ate fish i uh, got brain fog right and it wasn't because of lectins because fish doesn't really have lectins and so i knew something else in here and so then that led me to take activated charcoal which basically got rid of any kind of issues after eating fish 
And out of These curiosity, kind of, did you wonder if yeah. it was heavy metals with the fish? I did. And so, I, of course, I did, right? And I took every known chelator with fish, and it didn't help one bit. Okay. So that's how you know this is, like, not a placebo effect. Because if I would have had the placebo effect, my big assumption was that it's from it's got to be from heavy metals, right? Right. And so I'm, like, detoxing heavy metals. Didn't know, notice a thing, not for the better or worse. Um, and yeah, I was taking everything like, and the activated charcoal helped. And you said this was a palm gene. Pon P O N one P O N one. Yeah. All right. Nice. So yeah. For CNRI was your, was your response taking CBD? CNR one was, uh, taking small amounts of THC, taking small, uh, taking CBD. And then also, uh, Actually, it turns out that there's a lot of things that can help with the cannabinoid system. Yeah. And I, you know, once I realized, like, wait a second, my cannabinoid system is problematic. And by the way, you know, you could also verify it based on your adiponectin. So one thing that Gundry realized is that if your adiponectin levels are high, that could indicate lectin sensitivity. And what I figured out is that it's because of a lower functioning cannabinoid system. Basically, when your cannabinoid system is not functioning well, your adiponectin levels go up. Mm. And it's just a proxy of how your cannabinoid system is functioning. And when your adiponectin levels are higher, then you're also at more risk for auto, some, some autoimmune diseases, which is not surprising because your cannabinoid system is lower. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, and, and I was checking my adiponectin through my labs and you know, I uploaded it to Lactus Analog, which is part of Self Decode now, right? So that's why that's the real benefit of having like this platform that can give you everything in one: the labs, the genes, and then also full access to Self Hack, which is now limited. Awesome, awesome. Um, I, I, so with BDNF, you mentioned that path, or, or at least increasing uh, brain drive neurotropic factor. Were you doing that with exercise or like, what was, what was your biohack for that? So here's another biohack uh, based on like genes that are real. So number one is I had a BDNF. Like if we're looking at mood stuff, I had a BDNF gene and I had this uh, serotonin related gene that was called five HTTL, something like that. Um, and what I realized was, and then there was other serotonin related genes, right? And so what I realized is that I really needed to get sun in order for my mood to be good. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you could say that that's true for a lot of people, but I really, like, if I don't get, if I'm not outside for like three out, like two hours, my, my mood starts to go down. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, very significant. And it turns out that the sun is really good for BDNF and those serotonin genes. It was actually a direct, a study directly found that, you know, people with this genetic serotonin variant, they do much better with like bright light therapy. Like they're going to get depressed if they don't have bright light, Mm -hmm. you know, seasonal affective disorder, whatever you want to call it. But basically you need bright light Mm -hmm. now again. And this isn't just going out and taking vitamin D supplements. No, absolutely not. Right. Vitamin D didn't help me at all. But yeah. if I don't get sun or bright light, forget about sun, just light for, and it could be uh, even a device, right? Um, but if I don't get that for a couple hours, my mood will go down. 
What, what device has it. helped you? I mean, when I was in New York and it was winter, you know, and it's like raining, I had a bright light device, but the sun is better. I mean, but, but the bright light device also helps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then for acetylcholine, is this, do you, cause like with, with certain food sensitivities, some people don't do great with eggs. Was it, were eggs your answer for acetylcholine or were you looking at like alpha GPC or alpha GPC? I'm, I'm sensitive. I have an allergy to eggs. And yeah. so I, I, you know, basically this is also where it comes. Like I have, a. Uh, it's not only that, it's also, um, things that, uh, activate the, um, nicotinic receptors. So there's, I have one gene that's pretty bad. It's CHRNA5, which is the nicotinic five receptor. And I noticed, you know, good cognitive improvement based on like galanthamine, alpha GPC, things like that. It really helps me in a lot of ways. And I'm able to verify that with testing as well. And the way I test that is my, basically, you know, this is where like lab testing and other kinds of testing come in. So I measure my sleep with, uh, you know, I measure my sleep, right? And I look at my deep sleep and my REM sleep and my deep sleep is always great, but my REM sleep is always low. And when I take alpha GPC, it goes up and it normalizes, right? So I know from my genetics that my, like, I will do well with this, you know, and I experimented and I feel better. And then sometimes I'll forget or whatever. And I'll, you know, I, I don't pay attention and my REM sleep gets worse. And so then I know like, oh crap, I need to start taking this, you know, and, and then it gets better. Did, did you use galantamine at all for like lucid dreaming? Did you go down that rabbit hole at any point? No, I didn't. I'm not really interested in like lucid dream. Like I'll tell you why I've taken these kinds of, uh, you know, galanthamine in high doses or huprazine, yeah. and it ruins my sleep if I take too much to the point where I need it for lucid dreaming. Uh, um, and you know what? Um, but on the other hand, if I don't take enough of these, right. Uh, acetyl, like, uh, galanthamine or, um, alpha GPC, I won't even remember my dream whatsoever, which is a sign that I'm not getting enough REM sleep. So, you know, I basically weave together this picture of like, I've got my tracker, my sleep tracker. I've got just general information that maybe I'll read on self hacks, such as REMs, you know, uh, acetylcholine is good for REM sleep or wherever you get that information from. And then on the other hand, I have my genetics. So putting that all together, is super, super important. And, you know, and it is tricky because sometimes these things could get complex, which is why our main goal now is to make it super simple for the user. And so, um, you know, the personalized health log, uh, you know, um, we're making all of our features really, really like much more simple so that, you know, anyone could use it. And we're, that's the path we're going down now is, keep on making it simpler so that people can, you know, put this thread together. 
This episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show is brought to you by Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products, CBD standing for cannabidiol. Now, we are real excited about this partnership because Veritas means truth in Latin, and we are big believers in bringing you guys the truth, not just through this podcast, but by making sure that any products that we share or that we bring on as sponsors are products that we personally use, believe in, and endorse ourselves. And that is the case with Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products. The reason that they're so great, they are full spectrum hemp products, meaning that they have all of the beneficial phytonutrients that you get in a quality CBD product. 99% of the CBD products on the market are CBD isolate, and they're just being resold, meaning they're coming from a few small manufacturers. They've only got one tiny part of all of the important phytonutrients that you need to get the benefits you want from a CBD product, and they're just a bunch of different companies reselling them. Veritas Farms is vertically integrated, meaning they own the farm. They ensure that there are no pesticides being added. It's organic, and then they control the entire process from harvesting to extraction until that product ends up at your door. That's what I love it. It's kind of like farm to table, but for CBD. And the benefits that I've noticed, my sleep is better. I feel like I get a deeper, more restful night's sleep. I'm less stressed. I never have periods of anxiety. I feel calm and focused throughout the day, and it even decreases in inflammation when I have flights or other things where inflammation is an inevitable part of life. You take a little extra CBD and it can be very helpful for stress, anxiety, sleep, and that inflammation. So if you guys want to check it out, we've arranged a 15% discount for you guys. To get that, you can go to theveritasfarms.com forward slash biohacks. I'll spell it out. T-H-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S-F-A-R-M-S.com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to save 15%. Check out the Veritas Farms CBD. You guys are going to absolutely love it. For someone who wants to get it, take a deep dive into their genetics and use that to, let's say, lose weight, improve their, their brain function, immune health, whatever, what's like the, you know, one, two, three steps that, that, you know, utilize some of the products and services that you've created? So number one, there's two ways, uh, you know, uh, basically there's, a bunch of ways to go about it. Number one is um, you want to understand the subject to some degree. Like you could read some self-hack posts about it, right? Um, you could like, if you're going to take a supplement, read a self-hack post about it. That's like one part of the process, but that's not personalized, of course. So you want to you want to see where your issue is, let's say with regarding weight or regarding cognitive function. You would go on the self-decode and you would download a report and also go to the Self-Decode blog. The report is going to give you a prioritized list of recommendations that you should start biohacking, experimenting with. And the blog will also go down and, and give you a deeper dive. It'll list the top genes. Uh, the report also does this, but the blog does, does this as well. Where, and that, that, you know, that, um, it does it a little better, actually, than the reports, but it allows you to you can pick any, you could pick a, from a list of a bunch of topics and it'll show you the top genes that are, you know, affecting you. And so uh, I could show you, for example, should I share my screen or no? Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll, we'll just describe in detail oh. what we're, what we're looking at for the people who don't have video, but we'll have video posted too. So, uh, my sheen, my, uh, my, Oh yeah, yeah. I got uh, it. I got it. Share. I don't know why it does that. Okay. Try now. Okay. So let's say we look at brain function, right? Mm -hmm. 
Liquid gene comes up first. Does this acetylcholine receptor gene influence your overall cognitive ability? Mm -hmm. Right. And then if we look at, you know, and so it gives you this face of like, you know, you, you can learn more about it. You'll learn more interesting information. And then you can look at the recommendations. Hey, look what it shows. Look what shows up. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it shows you like how this has to do with the gene, how it improves it. So like, you know, galantamine, this compound is believed to stimulate acetylcholine by activating these receptors and inhibiting acetylcholinesterase, yada, yada. You can learn more on self-hacked about this. So uh, basically, and, you know, this one's written by a neuroscientist. Um, basically, like this is, you know, uh, and then you have these personalized summaries here, right? Based on, you know, maybe associated with reduced cognitive performance. Um, and then read more steps on how to counteract it, whatever. Now, if we look at like, you know, and, and, and by the way, my CNR1 gene also comes up here, right? Mm, yeah. Um, and does this let you like, if, if your primary focus is weight loss, right? Does this take your genes and then what your primary focus or desired outcome is, and then tell you which genes are interfering with that goal? Yeah. Right. So this is, I just clicked on weight here mm-hmm. and these are the top genes that are, you know, let's say increasing my weight. We have, a, there's a lot of, there's like 55 genes, 50 to 55 genes that we have on weight. And these are like the top ones. Now, this looks, gonna have this looks a lot nicer than, than when I did it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're really focusing on uh, making it more user-friendly, right? So uh, you could also look at it in two different ways. This way, this way, you know, um, is is a bit different. Uh, and so like this this one is related to leptin. This one is related to a cytokine, IL, IL-1B, IL-6. This one is related to lactose. Um, UCP1 is this heat generating gene. You, you probably heard of it related to the mitochondria. Uh, there's basically a whole bunch of genes and it keeps just going down based on it. the number one would be this one. What, what was that gene that you said related to, to, to mitochondria? Was that the UCP, UCP one? one? Okay. Yeah, and also UCP two. Um, no kidding. All right. So what came up for you now that we're looking at this, what was like your number one thing that was showing if, if you were struggling with weight, this would probably be one of the genetic factors contributing. Yeah, UCP2. So number one is I'd look at my UCP genes, one and mm-hmm. two, because it comes up with a red face mm-hmm. on both of them. And um, you could also, yeah. Um, so UCP1, uh, leptin could be an issue. The circadian rhythm, because I have a clock gene here. Mm-hmm. And, and then some of them that I don't, I don't even know offhand, but I would read about it, but my issue isn't weight. So I don't really care to be honest. Yeah. I just know that a lot of people do care about it. So that's why we have it. Mm-hmm. But basically like if you don't have an issue that you're trying to solve, then you don't need to read about this topic to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's only if you have a problem, you don't need to look at every, that's why I'm telling you like top three genes is irrelevant. Like depends mm-hmm. what, what your issue is. I have got a lot of gut inflammation naturally. I mean, yeah. I've overcome it, but I'm just saying like genetically, 
And so I want to really look at gut, all these gut genes. And this is the one I'm talking about. HLA comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, JAK2 is part of the STAT3 pathway. So it's a TH1 gene. This is TH1 gene. Uh, and you could read it. So this is also TH1 gene. You know, this is one the, is a serotonin gene in the gut. Which gene is associated with like zonulin production? Do you know? Uh, there are some genes, but it, it doesn't really, uh, you know, you could have gut inflammation that basically zonulin is something that is downstream. It happens after the gut inflammation occurs. Right. Okay, so you're, See, it's, it's not necessarily a, having a causal effect. It's like exactly. zonulin levels are high. It's probably because you're dealing with gut inflammation. Right. Exactly. And then, and then from your experience, this is also a TH1 gene. So if I actually look at it, this one is also like, if you have low levels, which that's what this is. Um, so if you look at it uh, and this is TH17, like I said, I have a lot of TH1 and TH17 genes that have to do with gut inflammation. Uh huh. And then do you feel like this is something that, I mean, how much of this is, you know, one, someone who we both learned a good amount from, uh, Dr. Jack Cruz, like, well, I'm a, I've learned a lot from him. I don't want to project onto you, but, um, how much of this do you feel is like you're born with it and, and, and these are your genes versus genetic expression. I know he, he feels like one or 2% of real health issues are, are derived from genetics. Um, and then there's other people that believe like, you know, gut inflammation is something that could be a, it, it could be like a nature situation where you're just exposed to too much Wi-Fi and it's degrading your, your, uh, gut barrier or compromising intestinal integrity. Like from what you know, where do you stand on that? And, and how much is nature versus nurture and expression versus not expressions? Yes. Number one is we're all about expression. Right. And that's the reason why you could change these bad genes. You can make your body function. You can cater to your weaknesses in your body in order to, you can inhibit a protein, you can increase gene expression, you could do a bunch of things that counteract the negative effects. So I'm all about gene expression, just to be clear. Right. I'm not saying these are your genes and you're done. Right. Jack Cruz is talking about you know, genetic expression is more important and I'm on board with that, right? That's why we have self-decode. If these were fixed and you couldn't change anything, then what's the point in giving the information to people, right? Uh, So number one is, you know, gene expression is very important and protein expression and, you know, uh, just inhibiting different proteins or increasing the proteins, whatever, depending on what the situation is, it's, it's very important. So I'm on board with that. In terms of uh, genetics being very low impact for different things, that's proven false by uh, thousands of scientific studies. Every scientific study will show. Uh, you can actually tell how much something is impacted your, by your genetics. Like they, They're able to tell that in scientific studies. And uh, weight is something, for example, that actually has a big range. It could be 20% to 80%. And you don't have to like, listen to me or Jack Cruz, just look at, look, just, I've had, th- you know, thousands of clients. Like I know that somebody's coming to me and saying, I can't gain weight for the life of me. And someone else is saying I'm 400 pounds. I can't lose weight for the life of me. Right. They're both unhealthy. Maybe right. They're not doing the right things that they need to be doing, 
But why is it that one person can't lose weight and one person can't gain weight? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have different genetics. Like when it comes to me, my gut issues are genetic. My whole family has gut issues. Like my mom had gut issues. It's all from my mom and she got it from her mom. So, you know, it's not a coincidence that, you know, does everyone's grand uh, m- mother and grandmother have gut issues? No, right? It's mm-hmm. It's... You know, it's not a coincidence that these things are, um, they're, they're definitely passed down. That you could see very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she has uh, thyroid issues. She has like autoimmune issues. Um, and this was genetic. My dad didn't have these things, even though he was like less healthy than my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, he was around Wi-Fi, everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, He had different issues. He actually, uh, you know, uh, he died at 66 and he had different issues, but none of the same issues as my mom had, or like, it was just very, very different. And they just had different genetics. And, you know, I got more of my mom's genes when it came to like gut malfunction. And it's just a hundred percent clear to me that this, there's, you know, there's a genetic root to this. And even if I'm looking at, you know, lectin sensitivity, some people are not sensitive to it and some people are. And, you know, one reason why I, you know, stopped listening to Jack Cruz is because he was giving generic advice that didn't work for me. Just plain mm-hmm. and simple. It was not working for me. And uh, some of the things did work, of course, but, you know, uh, anyone who gives, like, he's telling you healthy stuff to do. So you do everything, you're good. But I literally did everything to the T and some of the things he was focusing on just didn't work for me. Like, He's like, you know, I stayed away from all Wi-Fi. I lived in, a, you know, this uh, place in buttfuck nowhere. <laughs> and I, I went to like the panhandle, which he said is the best area, the best magnetism, this, that, and the other. It didn't work, though. If I ate lectins, I was floored. And he's like, oh, lectins don't matter, this, that, and the other. It's just apparent that it just didn't work for me, right? Right, right. And that's you where we get to that's where we get to individual differences. He's going based on, you know, he had a weight issue. He wanted to lose weight and what's working for him. He's obviously different issues. I've never had that issue. Why, why was he obese? But he became a neurosurgeon. I couldn't get through school. My brain was malfunctioning, Mm -hmm. right? Obviously we both have very different issues and we have very different genes. And there's going to be some things that are just generally healthy that if you do, you're going to feel better, right? Yeah. But, you know, when I focused on the things that he said, I got, it just was way more effort, way more work and less benefits than what I'm doing. Right. I gotcha. Now I live in a, a, a big city. I'm exposed to tons of EMFs and I'm way healthier than I ever was. I'm actually like, you know, not keeping to my circadian rhythm. Again, that's a very healthy thing to do. I'm a big fan of that, but I'm still much healthier than I ever was. Right. I mean, like I'm much healthier now. Again, I'm even healthier if I keep to my circadian rhythm, I do X, Y, Z. But the fact is, is that there are some things that are giving that, that are more important for me that he says are not important. And it's just not true. Like, bro, I, I know how I feel. I got you. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Let's, let's pivot a little bit to some of the labs and, um, how often you get your labs done? What are some of the labs you order that most people don't order? 
that you believe are important? And then how does, how do you plug these things into lab test analyzer and what type of results do you get from that? So lab test analyzer now is part of self decode. So I'll, I'll just show you this. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, so if we go here, uh, so you see, if I click on labs, it brings me to lab test analyzer. Mm. Now, um, you know, and this is part of, this is part of the self decode ecosystem. Let's see, but, uh, this, this, this account, I actually didn't upload any results. I have, uh, different accounts with results, but essentially, um, this, because this, I basically, I test out like 20 different accounts since, you know, I'm, I'm, like I have a bunch of different accounts on self decode because I'm always testing, like testing different things out, but essentially it's part of the self decode. Now you see, it's like, and mm -hmm. this is a really, really good platform. Uh, the lab analyzer. So, um, basically like I was able to, I uploaded all my labs and, um, and I was able to figure out a whole bunch of things from them, like how to improve my health even more. So, Number one is it turned out my LDL was super high. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt good, but I didn't want to get a heart attack because that runs in my family also. Mm -hmm. um, and or just cardiovascular disease in general. Now, it is, you know, uh, LDL cholesterol, like if you have your APOE4 gene, by the way, yeah. you really want to measure your LDL cholesterol. Right. Like, some people will say, no, it doesn't matter for you. I'm going to tell you it matters a lot. Yeah. Like they found that when you reduce your LDL cholesterol, most of the impacts of APOE4 are negated. That's just, good to know. Just by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate and, that. And, and, yeah. And by the way, we have like these reports. Um, so these are the reports that I was telling, like that I was telling you about. These are one of the things you want to do. Um, and for example, we have an APOE report, and so you want to check mm -hmm. that out and, and look at all the recommendations there because that's going to be very important for you. might not be important for Jack Cruz if he doesn't have that gene, but it's important for you, right? And a yeah. lot of things are going to be things you're doing anyway, but it's good to know that, hey, every time you take DHA, that you're also benefiting your APOE gene, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, if we go back to like, okay, so in terms of the lab stuff, um, I, 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 I noticed that there was, uh, my LDL was, was out of whack. Um, and then there were, uh, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, there, there were, uh, various labs that, uh, my T3 used to be out of whack. I had low T3 and then I got it to optimal. Um, you know, and, and sometimes people don't like, if you go to the doctor, they'll only check TSH. You want to make sure you're getting your T, T3 check because my huge. TSH was normal and yeah. total and t3 are really really important like your, that had a very big impact on my health was uh i mean i usually get the sometimes i'll get thyroid antibodies but only sometimes all the time i'll get thyroid stimulating hormone t4 t3 reverse t3 uh, I, do you remember at the time that your t3 was low was your reverse t3 high uh I know that's a super niche. <laughs> no, I, I did. Uh, I, I always, I did. I always check my reverse T3. My reverse T3 was not super high. No. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Cause we've had a lot of the same like 
symptomology throughout our health journey. And then, so I was, I was curious how no, nuanced yeah. the patterns got, you know? No, 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 no. I mean, first of all, that could also change a lot. Like that did fluctuate because if you're stressed, for example, if your cortisol is higher, your reverse T3 is going to go up. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, um, that's important. Um, I, yeah, I want to, uh, like if I could like, yeah, I want to go to, I have so many different lab test analyzer accounts. I got to figure out which one, (laughs) which one is, is the one that uh, I uploaded most of my labs to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm excited to dive in and check this out. Like none of this was here. I mean, I'm seeing reports on thyroid longevity, APOE, MTHFR. So like, are those sort of taking a look at all of the research on people with those genes, what's had the, 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 the most positive correlations, um, and shifts, you know, what's definitely a no, no, or a thing to stay away from, and then putting it in like a simple report so that they could take action on it. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That's what we're doing. Yeah, no, it looks, it looks fantastic. Um, you know, when you're working with someone who's got like, let's just call it like mystery illness, right? That like yeah. they, they're not feeling good. You know, they're, they're not thrilled with their body. They feel gross. Maybe they're not, maybe other people wouldn't say that they're overweight, you know, but they like, they feel gross in their body. Their, their energy is low, uh, dealing with, chi- uh, you know, let's just say it's like slow brain. Their brain feels slow. Um, what are the labs you're like, we got to get these labs. We got to, we got to look at what's going on with you. So that's actually a really good point because, um, I, we, we created a doc for, I mean, in lab test analyzer, that's, it'll tell you, uh, uh, which labs are, um, basically for each topic, but let me share my screen. Yeah. Is it stopping you? No, it's not stopping me. Let me, I'm going to share it again. I just wanted to look up my password for different lab test analyzer accounts so I could show you what it's actually like. Oh, but, this is sweet. So it says like have brain fog, get these lab tests and you've got. Yeah. These account. are the lab tests for brain fog. And that's uh that's an opt-in. We're giving all these opt-ins on self-tac. Um, so if you visit there, it's going to, it's going to all be on there, but nice. uh, I could show you for this one. Yeah. Um, you know, these are some of the basics that you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And brain fog is very broad, by the way. So it really, you're, you you want to test a lot of different things. Yeah. Right? What what are what are some other, like, I was actually thinking about this earlier. What are some other words? I, I hate saying brain fog, you know, but like, I, I don't know what a lot of people identify with. It's like my brain's slow. I feel like I don't remember things. Cognitive dysfunction, cognitive impairment. Um, yeah. But it's like just non-optimal cognitive performance also. Um, yeah. But you know, um, I'll give you an example. Like, you know, uh, we have someone in the company that had a lot of brain fog that was as a result of low estrogen and testosterone, high testosterone. So she's a girl mm. and you don't want to have high testosterone as a girl and low estradiol. So this, mm. this is what was causing her brain fog, right? Mm. Whereas other people, it could be T3 or thyroid hormones, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other people, it could be iron or they're deficient in one of these nutrients like zinc, mm-hmm. B6, folate, B12, magnesium. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's uh, it could be like hypoglycemia. It could have to do with like blood sugar. So you want to check out your, those mm-hmm. markers, right? Uh, it could have to do with the limbic system health. So you want to check out like your blood pressure. If your blood pressure is low, um, your heart rate, 
heart rate variability. These are also good measures uh, that, that can indicate why you might have brain fog, right? Mm-hmm. If your blood pressure is low, not enough uh, oxygen is getting to the brain. Uh, and then there's, you know, nutrient deficiencies. Um, it could be your antioxidant status is not good, uh, which is why some of these tests like albumin is good, globulin. Um, it could have to do with oxygen saturation. Um, and then let's see. And then other th- it could have to do with like heavy metals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, GGT is a measure of oxidative stress. That's a really good one that a lot of people don't test for. Very, very important. If you want to know like how you're, you know, it's, it's an easy test to get. Albumin and GGT are two really good tests for knowing how your antioxidant function are doing. If they're, if they're not in the optimal range, according to lab test analyzer, you want to really um, fix that. Uric acid is also a good one. You don't want it to be too high, but you also don't want it to be too low, right? And you want it to be not into the, in the optimal range. You got to check that out. Okay. Uh, ferritin, um, you know, the, there's different inflammatory markers. Ferritin actually checks for inflammation. It could also check for low iron. So you don't want it to be too low, which indicates your iron status is not good, or too high, which indicates you have inflammation. Right. So mm-hmm. there's an optimal um, range for all these. And that's what lab test analyzer is there for. It tells you the optimal range. Tell, it allows you to track it over time. So you have this one information system that you can upload your labs to. And, you know, every time you get labs done, you keep uploading it. So very, very important. We, we wanted to make sure that all our self-decode subscribers had it. So we, we connected the two. Right. And this was not part of self-decode before, but as you could see, it's like, you want to know all this information. If you're having, see, you want to check out your CRP. If you're having any kind of antibodies, that's a uh, signal that you're having inflammation. Your white blood cells, you don't want it to be too high or too low. Um, and then your iron markers uh, can tell you if you have inflammation, your heart rate, heart rate variability. You want to check out different inflammatory markers, right? Yeah, this is this is interesting because I'm hearing from more and more people recently that their that their bodies hurt, that they feel inflamed, and like a lot of them, you know, there there's some of them are familiar with like high, uh, high sensitivity CRP, um, but it, it definitely seems like a lot of inflammation is lifestyle driven. But it's sometimes hard. That is to, true. But it's hard no, to identify like true. what it is. Like so, if someone yeah. when someone comes to you, let's say you if, if you were to think of everyone that's come to you for inflammation, like what are the the recommendations that you make most often? Again, what I do is is no like recommendations most often. What I do is you got to check their genetics. You, you got to see like what is the pro, like what is what is their like what is the inflammation is causing what right? What are their issues that they're trying to fix? But you also have to check their labs. So I'll get all these labs checked, for example. And if and none what, of these are really these shown, cost? not much actually, to be honest. I mean, yeah, it could cost like $1,500 for all of them. Yeah. And who do you like to get them through? Um, some of them you could get free from insurance. Um, we're actually going to be selling labs and we're going to be doing it in a way that you could like find the cheapest prices for them. 
Um, That'd be cool to just be able to say, pretty yes, I want, I, yes, I want all these. You get the labs and then you upload them all right to. They, no, they automatically get uploaded. So right now you have to like upload. You basically just upload a PDF of your labs. Okay. Uh, but we want to make it a seamless experience, experiment, experience where just like the genetics, right? You get your genetics automatically uploaded. You don't have to do anything. Um, once you, you know, once you submit your kit, right. Yeah. Uh, same with the labs, like you get your blood drawn and then it automatically gets uploaded. It's a more seamless experiment experience. Uh, so, but even not, you just upload a PDF. Really. It, it takes the vast majority of PDFs. Like, you know, if you get a PDF by a doctor, it'll, it'll take it. Um, and a lot of them are covered by insurance, like the basic stuff, the CBC, uh, comprehensive metabolic panel. Now, again, if you're doing some basic stuff, you want to make sure that like, and nothing's coming wrong. You want to keep doing more, but I would say like these, the ones that I named are pretty basic to be honest. Like yeah. homocysteine is very important. Again, it could be methylation is causing the brain fog. So you want to check stuff related to methylation. And obviously you want to check your genes related to methylation. We've got an MTHFR report. Um, and you guys and take organic acids tests too? We do. Yeah, we take everything. All right. I'm going to later today Any when I'm done with podcasts, I'm going to Really? All right. I'm going to upload some labs. I'm going to come back in today. I'm going to upload some labs and my genetics and screw around in here. This is pretty cool. Yeah, and if if we don't have any lab, you just email us and we'll add it. Damn. All right. So, that's uh, we have a guarantee that we add any lab you want. Fantastic. And then what, like, how does self-decode really like differ from some, some of the other companies that are out there? Oh, it's very different. So um, it's different in a bunch of ways. For example, there's no website in the world. There's no company in the world that has a personalized health blog. So like every blog you're reading here is personalized to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, you know, you get, uh, uh, you know, you get your personalized SNP table, you get a personalized gene summary, you get, um, you personalize recommendations. So there's no, there's no, uh, blog out there that is personalized like this. Number one, number two is there's no, uh, health reports, wellness, DNA wellness reports that is personalized like this. Um, like we have the most comprehensive reports out there and they give you a prioritized list of recommendations. Nobody does that really. And then not only that, we explain why the recommendations are good for you rather than just saying, take this, don't ask us why, right? Mm -hmm. So explaining, giving recommendations, explaining why we're giving you the recommendations. Um, and you, you link know, to studies uh, too. Everything's linked to studies. Yeah, seen a COVID-19 DNA wellness report? Yeah. So this is based on, there are some genes that make you more susceptible to COVID. Like, as you know, uh, I mean, some people, a lot of people can have no impacts from COVID, um, or the flu for that matter. Right. Some people can get the flu and not like feel it. Right. So it's just different infections people can get and not really experience a lot of issues from it. And COVID is one of them. Right. And so I know you're like, not a big fan of COVID, um, I got nothing but, against, I got nothing against COVID. I, right. I, think I, I don't know. The, the truth is I don't know your nuanced position on that, but yeah. what I, my position is that 
it's an infection. You know, it's an infection. There are people dying from it. And there's people who die from the flu and respiratory infections. Actually, respiratory infections are one of the top 10 killers before COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's actually what my dad died from. So it's a serious thing, just respiratory infections. And I know that firsthand. So, and COVID is one of those things where some people, my whole family got COVID, by the way. Um, you got it as well? W- no, I did not get it, but everyone in New York got it. I'm not in New York, right? Uh. So this was like an epidemic in New York. Like every, like everyone got it in like New York city. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everyone, but a large percentage of the population, mm-hmm. uh, especially like, uh, you know, Jewish people in New York. Uh, and so my whole family got it and, you know, there were very big differences between them. Some people didn't really like notice it. My brother said it was the worst thing that the worst sick, like infection that he ever got. Right. Yeah. tested positive like he he could like he he could barely breathe he was like had a hard time breathing um and where some other people you know it was like yeah it was felt like a flu or whatever uh i had a cousin who got like i know literally like 15 people who got it 20 people um and you know some people like i had a young cousin who got it him and his wife he had a, co- a cough for like two three months mm-hmm. right um but some other people didn't like, I know somebody who got it that, that didn't even notice they had it. Yeah. Right. So it's a crazy thing. this COVID <laughs> it's like the, the, um, the spectrum of responses is crazy, which means that it has a lot to do with your genetics to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they did find genes related to it. And I'm actually at risk for those genes that they found. Um, so, you know, I mean, but there's things that you can do about it. Right. It's like, you know, I'm not a believer in lockdowns and shit or like, you know, I don't like wearing a mask. Those are things I 100% agree with. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not doing the whole mask bullshit. Um, I mean, maybe if, you know, if I'm in like a crowded area and indoors and there's like a hundred people like breathing down my neck, maybe you know, and like one person is like sneezing, right? That's mm-hmm. when we, and, and, and coughing, like that's where maybe I'd wear a mask. But um, otherwise, it's like I'm never wearing a mask outside. It's just not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's pretty nuts. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Yeah. In, in this DNA wellness report, you break down which genes make someone more susceptible to COVID and uh, like sort of, uh, do you have recommendations? We also break down. Yeah. We, we also break down not only COVID. We don't only want to uh, focus on COVID. We want to focus on respiratory infections as well. Mm-hmm. So it's COVID and respiratory infections and because they have a lot in common. Like um, again, there's a lot of people that just, you know, can get hit harder by certain infections. We, the goal is to improve your immune system. That's mm-hmm. the goal of this report in a way that makes you more resilient to uh, infections, respiratory infections. Because again, nothing to do with COVID. You don't want to get get a flu and just come down sick for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be knocked out for two weeks. And you know that's happened to a lot of people, right? So that's not bullshit. Uh, sure. COVID, you know, it's not bullshit that a lot of people get sick from COVID. But, you know, um, the answer is like, take care of your health and start like, you know, improving your immune system and shit. Right. For sure. For um, sure. don't, 
don't lock yourself in a room all day yeah. um, and like not get sun or, or like just be afraid of the world. Right. That's really not the solution in my mind. Like we I, can't I, yeah. hide out. I, I agree. And like, and my position is, is, you know, like the COVID something that's affected a lot of people, many families we've lost, uh, we've lost a lot of lives and like lives lost under any circumstance is an unfortunate occurrence. I think in many ways, it's also a bit of a misdirection for like the real catastrophic number of lives that will be lost from like the 40 million people that are out of work, the, the, the depression and oh, anxiety. I'm, that it's I'm in agreement. And like, that's why I think like, we got to like live like normal. I'm, gotta, I'm in we, agreement with you there. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think there's a lot of evidence suggesting that it was a man-made virus, um, and and that could be. I haven't like really done the research there because for me, it, like, it doesn't make a difference. It's out there. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, I'm not the president, and you know, I'm not like my job isn't to like you know figure this shit out. But um, I mean, some people are curious; they can do their research, whatever it is, like. I know, you know, it's not clear cut. I don't trust the who on the WHO on whether it is or not. But for me, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's out there. The yeah. And, and, and you make your own, we all make our own decisions, right? What, if, if there was, if there was one rec, uh, one supplement or herb, whatever in that, in that category that you would recommend for someone that wants to boost their immune health, you've seen a lot of studies on immunity. What would, what would that one supplement be? Cause like you, you get the sun. Probably and, and, yeah. So there's different, I mean, again, it comes down to your genetics as well, but zinc would be very high up on the list. Vitamin zinc, D and zinc. What, what form and what dosage? So I think the lozenges are good. Zinc acetate is probably the best. Um, yeah. Gluconate works as well. And I, I, I'll take the lozenges five, five, uh, milligrams at a time. Um, I actually like that better than the, um, the pills. Yeah. Yeah. And you do, do you do life extension with that? That would be the best one. I haven't done that just because they keep on being sold out. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. With all this <laughs> <laughs> it's sold out, but I, I, I'm like, every time I try to look for them, I, I try to get that one. It's just sold yeah. out. That's a good one. Nice. Nice. Okay. So for some, um, and I guess last two questions, what type of person typically gets uh, self decode and lab test analyzer and, and, and utilizes those different services? Like describe that person. So it's a person who wants to optimize their health and they're willing to be uh, proactive about it. Right. They want to like read more about how their body is working in a given way. Mm -hmm. And they're the type of person who gets lab results done, right? They might, I mean, maybe even just once a year, but they're, they're into, they're, they're interested. They're, they're interested in their lab results. They're interested in understanding what their genes say, and they're willing to read a bit on it, right? It's not, um, you got to read a little, to, like, you got to be know, willing to invest I mean, energy in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, you can't just be like, okay, um, you know, like, all right, I'm on self decode. I'm going to go to sleep right now. Like I'm not going to read anything. Right. Like you got to like read a bit. You don't have to read every single thing, but you got to like, see what are my recommendations. Got to roll you up your sleeves something. and get into it. Yeah. Get um, a little dirty. I mean, over time we're making it easier and easier so that you could be lazier about it. Like, um, we're going to be making a mobile app. We're doing a lot of stuff so that, you know, cause we realize a lot of people are just not, they want the, like, clear cut answers like 
okay, what do I do now? What do I do now? What do I do now? Here you, you have to read a bit, right? So I'm not saying not. You gotta you gotta read a bit. Um, but we make it pretty easy for people. Awesome, awesome. Guys, go to selfdecode.com, check it out. Um, there's a, a ton of amazing information for free on um uh, self-hacked and I've used that as a resource, but I mean, I was, I was one of the the first buyers, uh, long before Joseph and I even talked of, of self-decoded lab test analyzer, fantastic platforms. And what I'm looking at today is we're having this conversation is like another level from, uh, where it was at when, when I first did it. So, uh, if any of this stuff interests you and you want to get a better understanding of your genes and, uh, improve energy production, your body, your brain, go to self-decode com and check it out. And Joseph, uh, where can people go? Where should they go to stay up to date with other things you're working on and cool projects? So, uh, I mean, self decode is, is, is the main project that, um, I mean, that's the project that I'm putting my heart and soul into now. And we're really, we're taking it to the next level. So that's really where you want to go. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you can go on self-hacked and we, like getting on our email list is also good. We give a lot of great information about different topics. Um, you know, ever since Google basically shadow banned self-hacked, we... I was going to ask you about that, man. With all this <laughs> stuff, I was I was going to ask you because I was like, how the heck have all have, has our site, all these other sites been shadow banned and you have all this awesome information and you haven't gotten banned by the medical mafia? <laughs> no, we have. We have. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, we've gotten banned by the medical mafia. How, um, how'd you know that that happened? I mean, we should have like 20 times the level of traffic than we have. Yeah. Or it, it, it happened to us too, for sure. I, I mean, we just. Oh, no. I mean, it, it's, it's like we did everything also that uh, the medical mafia told us to do, like in yeah. terms of like, you know, all the SEO stuff. Um, we have medical reviewers on every post. Like we, we, we literally like really shaped yeah. it up. Um, it's it's because they're. Didn't help they, one bit, by the way. Zero. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was... The medical mafia basically says that if you're not, like, part of oh. the medical mafia, <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. matter what you do or what you write, you're just not going to be inducted. Like, it, it, you, you got to you gotta join the medical mafia. You yeah. can't be outside the medical mafia. And, 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 the, medical, and the medical mafia, we said medical mafia about 100 times in, like, three minutes. But the medical mafia, want, we're talking about organizations. You guys know the organizations. Some of them, you may even believe, have your best interest in mind. They don't. They want you to die a slow, expensive <laughs> death where you're eating their pills until the day your body starts to slowly break down and die. Right. So basically like all these companies that are, have partnerships with pharmaceutical companies, you know, you might think WebMD is one company. They actually have like 15 different big sites, right? Uh, so does Healthline. Um, it's, you know, they're big corporations, these, these corporations. It's not one site. They're billion dollar corporations or there's the um, hospital system, which is part of the medical mafia, or you have government health, which is part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're not going to see any other health websites come up if you do a Google search. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. Now, can people, have you, have you looked to see if like, if someone were, I mean, I guess they could just go straight to your website. That's the answer. I mean, this is, um, have you done anything? 
I mean, I'd looked into like the uh, London real Brian Rose, his, all his stuff got shut down and then he created a platform that, that couldn't be. Wait, the, like, the London real got that guy got shut down. Oh yeah. No, well, not necessarily a medical mafia, but you know, it's, some other mafia. That some like, of, actually, actually, no, it probably was because the PC it, would, mafia. it was when it actually started when he interviewed David Icke and David Icke started talking about the connections between COVID-19 and 5G. And then when that interview went live, they shut down his stuff. YouTube channel, like restricted, uh, couldn't, couldn't do any lives or anything like that. So yeah. yeah it's, it's all the same people fucking with all this stuff. <laughs> so basically, yeah, no. So look, we, you know, um, basically what we had to do to survive and thrive is like, look, we want to give our information through to everyone, right? That's what self-hack was about. Uh, we can't do that with self-decode because it requires a lot of resources. Uh, self-hack also does, but if we're getting a lot of traffic, we could at least pay for it that way. The problem is, is that when the medical mafia takes away your traffic, there's no way we can sustain that. Like, um, with, so what we have is basically, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a subscription service that you get all of our services, self-hack, self-decode, the lab analyzer, and you get all of that and all the updates. And um, it's, it's separated from the medical mafia. We're not reliant on the medical mafia or any kind of mafia. And I think that's important because, you know, right now, if you look at the landscape, you know, they're just shutting people down left and right. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned one thing about COVID, mm -hmm. Facebook shuts you down. Yep. Um, I mean, like. I posted some information from, um, what is it? I forgot the name of the book, but it's like the, rain, the invisible rainbow, I think, um, that shows the connection between all of these pandemics, not all of them, but many of the pandemics throughout history and an increase in the, uh, the EMFs that were put out, you know, from radio waves and yeah, I think I and, saw that from you. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the, this straight out of, uh, a well-researched book and everything checks out. If you look at the dates and it's taken down and, uh, you it's know, like an Instagram. Yeah. Fact, fact checked. It's Instagram, Was that on it's Instagram Facebook. Or Facebook, both. Yeah, both. Right. Um, so I understand what you're dealing with. And I think this is, I mean, just as much now more than ever, like people who believe in having autonomy over their body and their health, like support people like Joseph that are working on these projects and have dumped a tremendous amount of money into them, probably not even thinking about the fact that, that there could be a medical mafia involved. that could be like, Oh, if you do everything right and build it and you're planning on this amount of traffic, uh, nope, we're going to take it all away you know, and right. then you got to pivot and do something else. So he's pivoting to try to do more stuff and put out more information to help you guys. And, uh, if you feel called to, uh, support him at selfdecode.com. Joseph, it's been a fun conversation, man. I appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. What's up guys, Anthony here. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the biohacking secrets show. One of my favorite things to do is helping men and women like you feel what it's like with the body you've always wanted and all day energy that starts the moment you wake up and doesn't quit. 
Over the past decade, we've created a proprietary health assessment that helps me to identify the unique toxicities and deficiencies that may be holding you back from the life that you deserve. And what we've discovered in doing this with now thousands of CEOs, executives, professional athletes, businessmen, Hollywood celebrities, and entrepreneurs is that there's always room for improvement and optimization. Whether you're already performing at a high level or you have that feeling inside your heart that you're capable of more, the single fastest way to unlock your potential is to upgrade your mind and your body. And there's no program on earth that does that faster or to a greater magnitude than our one-on-one consulting program at www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. We start with our proprietary health assessment that screens you for vitamin deficiencies like A, D, magnesium, iron, etc., high cholesterol and heart disease, high blood pressure, digestive disorders, hidden infections like Lyme, Epstein-Barr, parasites, SIBO, candida, and more that can just drain your energy in the background, especially if you don't know about them. Anxiety, depression, and cognitive disorders, autoimmune disease, adrenal fatigue, thyroid issues, mold toxicity, heavy metals, environmental toxins, and other genetic risk factors like MTHFR, APOE status, your glutathione production, and many more. We even recommend the specific tests that I use with my one-on-one clients if they're relevant for you in figuring out your biological age and identifying those key areas and opportunities that can take your life to the next level. From there, we create a customized game plan along with a personalized supplement protocol to help you optimize your weight and energy at the cellular level. And for our platinum clients, we even include a personalized workshop with me in Delray Beach, Florida. Most of the year, this program's full with a waiting list, but we just had a couple spots open up and I wanted to offer them to the listeners of the Biohacking Secrets show first. So if you're interested in seeing what it might look like for us to work together, head over to www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. That's www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G and fill out the short application form. If you're pre-approved, you'll be given the opportunity to book a time to connect with someone on our team and see if it's a fit. Thank you so much for being a part of this community, and I look forward to potentially going on this journey together. 